0: Use the force. Live long and prosper.
1: <laughs> I was going to Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. Lilu Dallas Multipass.
2: Shut up and take my money. By grab Thar's hammer. <laughs> what a saving. One
0: does not simply walk into Mordor. X never, ever marks the spot. Until he's coming. <laughs> You're a wizard, Harry. Stay a while and listen. My
2: whole crummy frog your ties are cool. So say we all. This
0: is... Is it's a, a Play on Nerds.
2: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 93 of A Play on Nerds. Uh, this episode is a little unusual because initially we were going to be doing a review of the movie The Postman in a new segment where we were going to watch one movie that one of us hates, me or Steve, and the other person loves, Uh, In this case, I loved the movie The Postman, and he hates it, and it's pretty much universally reviled of a film, because it was a huge flop and uh, cost millions and millions and millions of dollars to create, Um, but I love the movie, he hated it, we had a great discussion about how uh, great and bad it was, it was really funny, we reviewed some trailers, we had some games, but the episode was corrupted, the recording was corrupted, so we lost everything, uh, it's very sad. This only happened to us one other time in our four years of podcasting for a play on nerds. So we're very sad about that. Uh, but we did have one segment of the podcast, which was where we interviewed Sean Vanderloo, who is a real life postman in Canada. And he's also the host of two podcasts. We have the rusted robot, which is a nerd culture kind of podcast, kind of like ours. We're kind of sister podcasts in a lot of ways started around the same time. Uh, and also the Soul Forge podcast, which is a newer podcast that he does, and he'll talk more about that uh, later on. But we had an interview with him, and that went well. It did not get corrupted. Uh, so we have that available for you now to listen to, where Sean will talk to us about being a real-life postman. It's a pretty funny conversation, uh, the goods and the bads of that job, that profession. And, uh, yeah, so that's what we have for you this week. We're really sorry we lost the rest of the episode, but we will be back again pretty soon. Uh, it might be a little bit because we are moving studios. The Play on Nerd Studios is moving in the next couple of weeks, so we'll have an um, even better space, uh, better recording equipment, uh, so it'll sound better, and it'll also uh, not be corrupted again, hopefully. We'll have safeguards in place. This will not happen again. But we thank you for joining us, and we do hope you enjoy the interview with Sean Vanderloo, host of the Rusted Robot and SoulForge podcast, and a real-life postman. So enjoy the interview.
1: Whoa.
2: All right, so in honor of uh, watching The Postman and talking about that later in the episode, we have a special guest today who is a real-life postman and also a fellow podcaster. We have Sean Vanderloo. Welcome, Sean. Hey,
1: it's great to be here.
2: Well, ba-
0: back, in fact, right?
2: Back, that's right. You've been in the show once or twice, I think twice at least. Uh,
1: once, or, once or twice, and I've sent in a couple uh, little mini auto re- audio recording clips. Yeah, we played your promo. So we, real quick, what are the other
2: uh, podcasts that you host?
1: Oh, well, I'm glad that you asked. I host uh, the Rusted Robot podcast, which can be found at therustedrobot.podbean.com, and that's uh, kind of a similar podcast to a play on nerds. We talk about movie trailers and casting news and celebrity deaths. Uh, we talk about collectibles and robots and toys and you name it.
2: And science.
1: Uh, science, yes. <laughs> we we do talk about science. Uh, so yeah, it comes out every Sunday. Uh, we just recorded episode 195 this morning. Jeez. Wow. We did actually mention you wow. on the podcast because I mentioned that I was going to be on your show for this. Oh, cool. Very nice. Yeah.
2: And yes. actually, listeners, they actually release their things on time and every week. It's pretty crazy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they, don't, they don't break your heart over and over again the way we do. <laughs> we, we do. Uh, and then I host another podcast that actually, Jarman, you gave me the audio introduction for. That's right. It's I, I never got to thank you in person, so thank you for that.
2: Oh, no problem.
1: And it's called The Soul Forge Podcast or soulforgepodcast.com. And uh, I, I talk about life, the universe, and everything, but mostly it's an excuse to talk about stupid things I've done because of girls.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I like to call the, that podcast the uncomfortable but relatable, and you'll think about things podcast.
1: <laughs> that's that's it exactly. It's it's kind of like a, a self therapy session, but I also interview people and get uh, their perspective on things. Uh, and I need more listeners. So if a play on nerd listeners are looking for another podcast to listen to, it's only about twenty five minutes per episode, so it'll fit right in.
2: Yeah, it's very palatable,
0: and we do have a lot of British listeners. Uh, so be, a, be ready to accept some people from across the pond.
1: I love the people from across the pond. All right.
0: They're wonderful. They are. So, Sean, how how, how long have you been a part of the postal service? Uh,
1: as a matter of fact, uh, on the 11th of April, I just celebrated <coughs> celebrated 11 years. Oh, wow. wow.
2: Nice. So how did you first become a, a postal carrier? What do, what do they
0: call it there? What's the proper name?
1: Uh, letter carrier.
0: Letter carrier. Letter carrier you are in Canada. And is it just the, the Canadian Postal Service, or is there a different name?
1: Uh, it's Canada Post Corporation. Okay. It's
0: mm-hmm. a corporation, so is it like a private company?
1: Uh, how is it? It's, it's a crown corporation, which means it's government-run. Hmm. Um, our wages are paid by the stamps that we sell and all that stuff. It's not taxpayer money. Huh. Uh, what, that's really all I know. All I know is that I get paid every two weeks and good for me. <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. You know.
2: So yeah, how did you first become a, a, a letter carrier?
1: Oh, well, I was working at the call center, taking phone calls for Sprint Long Distance, which was soul-crushing and (laughs) mind-numbing, and and I I needed out because I was turning 30. And uh, so I went into the post office, and I said uh, I'd like an application, so I applied. I wanted to be the guy who worked behind the counter, selling stamps and taking letters, but Mm -hmm. I didn't realize you had to be old and hurt and already a postman before you could take that job. (laughs) Old and hurt. Mm -hmm, Pretty much. Yeah. So I applied. Uh, I didn't hear anything for eight months. In the meantime, I got a job at the Home Depot, which was even worse than the call center.
2: Ooh, geez.
1: Yeah. Don't ever work at the Home Depot. Uh, And then eight months later, the post office called and said, hey, we'd like you to come in for an interview. So I did. And I got not hired per se, but taken on as a casual because there's levels, right? You start off as a ca- you start off as a casual, and you just get called in randomly whenever they need somebody.
0: Okay, it's like part time kind of thing.
1: Uh, it's less than part time.
0: Oh, gotcha. You. Mm-hmm. You're a sub.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I did that maybe a year and a half, and then I was part time as an inside sorter for a year and a half, and finally, after just over three years, full time.
2: I could imagine being a sorter would be kind of zen, kind of meditative. You know, is it kind of like that, or was just was it also painful?
1: <laughs> it was brutal. I hated working inside. The supervisor was a like a prison guard, and you couldn't oh uh, look at your phone or talk to your coworkers. You just had to do the job. Mm. So not fun. And then I finally got hired as a relief carrier full-time, which means I didn't have my own route, but whenever uh, somebody was sick or whatever, you just took over their route for either a day or a week or whatever. Gotcha.
0: So in your time as a, as a postal carrier, um, what is the, the, the worst weather conditions you've gone out in?
1: Gosh. Uh, minus 50 degrees Celsius. I don't know, <laughs> what, I don't that? know what that is in Fahrenheit. Gonna, what is that in real degrees? I'm going
2: <laughs> to look it up. Hold on. Minus 50 yeah. Celsius. Well, I know that
0: once you get into the minuses, it actually gets a little less impressive with Celsius.
1: Well, zero degrees for us is 32 for you. Yeah.
2: Okay. Minus 50 so. Celsius is actually minus 58 Fahrenheit. Oh, that's ridiculous.
1: <laughs> yeah, so we- How? Uh, How'd you not die? It, it, well, well, here's the rule. If it's minus 45 degrees or below with either the temperature or the wind chill, we don't go out. But at that particular time, uh, how did it go? I, I think we hadn't gone out for three days and there was a few routes that needed to go out. So the 30 of us went and did three routes wow. for like maybe wow. half an hour each just to get some of the mail out. So it was not a very long time we were out there. Holy
0: Toledo. That's great. I mean,
2: do you guys have that same similar mantra they have in the States that, you know, through rain or shine or whatever it is that, that, that the postal covers, uh, you always go out no matter what?
1: Uh, the, the customers will quote that to us when when they see us trudging. But I don't think we have an official motto.
0: <laughs>
2: You're like we ain't following that crap. <laughs> that
0: <makes sense. laughs> this is in the U.S. I don't have to be here. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That's insane. And, and,
1: and don't uh, don't U.S. postal guys actually drive a truck around? Or are there yeah.
0: walkers too? Uh, there are walkers. Okay. Uh, I, I looked. I had to look up some factoids
2: because they usually park the truck and then walk down the whole you know street, right? That's what typical thing
0: is. Well, they, uh, well, they actually have uh, started in the I think late '80s, early '90s. Uh, that's currently seven thousand carriers uh, that operate solely on foot, and they're called the the fleet on feet. Oh, huh. Interesting. But yeah, seven thousand carriers that have no truck, nothing.
1: Well, what do you do, Sean? I, I don't have a truck. I uh, I sort my mail in the morning, throw it into the bags. The truck drivers throw it into the relay boxes on the corners, and then I, I walk out and I walk back, and I'm out there for about uh, on average twenty three thousand steps a day. Jeez! Wow! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, lots of fun. is
2: that eight hours or more?
1: Uh, we get paid eight hours, but basically we go till we're finished.
2: So if it you earlier, in luck. If you don't, you're not in luck basically
1: it, it, exactly like uh, on friday uh, I, I start at seven thirty every day and i'm usually out there by 9 30 or 10 and i walked till 1 got back to the post office came back to five sets of flyers took an hour and 45 minutes to collate those all together for monday and uh, i was done at 3 30 which is my regular quit time nice all right but on a good day I could uh, start at 7.30, be out there by 9.30, and be back by 12.30. Wow.
2: Um, And just do sorting stuff when you get back.
1: uh, If there's no flyers, then uh, I just put my keys in the safe, and I'm done at 12.30. Nice.
0: Wow. All right. (laughs) On a good day, of course. (laughs) That's a good day,
1: yeah. There's about 10 good days a year.
2: Well, I would love to ask, I mean, what's your worst interaction with a person? Or uh, through several stories, that's fine. (laughs) Uh,
1: What about the guy who chased me down the street asking where his check was?
0: okay there was, there so was, where, where did you put it I, I, yeah oh yeah that
1: see you're that's funny and people think they're funny I'll, I'll be walking down the street delivering to the businesses and and just random people will say hey you got my check like, it's like no that's I not don't funny know you who know you are check. just stop talking to me uh, let me put my headphones back in so i can listen to podcasts all day
2: <laughs> that is the one benefit of all the walking on your own is the podcast listening i'd imagine
1: Oh, it is. It's great. I, I listen to uh, four or five shows a day. That's awesome. Wow. Would
0: you say that's the best part of your job? Listen, what would you say is the best part of your job?
1: Listening to podcasts while I walk. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. I'll take it. So <laughs>
2: so you're not exactly wanting to stay in that job forever.
1: Well, uh, I have 18 and a half years until I'm 60 and I can retire. Uh, and not it's good bad. money. Not too bad. And it's good money. So really, I don't know what else I would do. I mean, I think it's a good deal. Plus, they
0: get free healthcare up there and stuff, so that's got to be nice. That's true.
1: Yeah, it's not bad. (laughs) (laughs) I would live in Canada.
0: Go figure. Except
2: for the uh, negative 50 degrees. I don't know about that.
1: Yeah, that's not not fun. I live up here in Timmins. It's what I call the land that culture forgot, so I had to start a podcast.
2: And then there's a comic book (laughs) shop there and a con. I mean, it's
1: getting better. It's getting slowly better. I've been here in this town for 15 years, and uh, it's 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 pretty horrible, but uh, <laughs> it's where I am.
0: How many stoplights does your town have? Four. Four. Wow. <laughs> the fact that you were able to give me an actual number in itself is
1: impressive. It's right beside the igloo.
0: <laughs> oh, come on now. <laughs> Yeah. How far is that from the ice floes where you put your elders out on?
1: It's our, in our backyard, actually. It's uh, right. <laughs> it's we, we, we take the dog sled up there. <laughs> that's so terrible, stereotype. So oh my god, just a
0: little, just a little dinner rod every day. Oh, <laughs> that, every that's day.
1: right, that's right. What else can I tell you, boot? Oh god, <laughs> <laughs> hey. Oh goodness. Uh, what, what what are what is the worst part of your job? Uh, what is the worst part? Probably the temperature, uh, working in the okay. rain. I think rain is worse than snow. Okay. Um, it, it could be, it could be the flyers because, uh, well I was off for the last two weeks, went back to work this week and was given uh, Canadian tire flyers, which are catalogs and they were uh half a pound each. And I had 700. Of
0: oh, wow. Geez.
1: Plus the mail That's and a other lot flyers of weight and
2: parcels Jeez. and no car.
1: No car, just walk out. Some people take cabs to their destination and cab it back. Uh, So half of the routes are cabs, half the routes are on foot.
2: Interesting. So, I mean, one question I want to ask, it kind of relates to this movie as well, is that in at least in the United States, it feels like there's an unspoken respect for mailmen. And and it's like Mm -hmm. basically they're kind of thought of as... You're always excited to see them. They're kind of like, and they know their jobs really hard. They're out in the sun. And, you know, back in the fifties, people always get them lemonade. You know, it's like just a good, they're known as good people until they go crazy and shoot up a place or something. But, uh, right. is that same thing, uh, felt in Canada where like they're respected, mailmen are respected? Um,
1: well, uh, a few years ago, the people in charge told us that, uh, mailmen, I think were the, either the second or the third most respected, uh, profession. Huh? Um, and, and some people, when it's really hot out, do offer us water or to come inside for a coffee and warm up. Uh, there used to be an old man on an old route that I was on who would offer me a Pepsi every day. So that was Aww, nice.
2: That is nice. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And and you, you do develop uh, relationships with your customers and uh, it's not bad sometimes.
2: That's pretty good. So it's, it's kind of similar, I feel. And they, I think so. There's a lot more unlocked doors and friendly faces in Canada anyway. So <laughs> it just feels that way anyways
1: i don't know about that i don't go into people's houses but But i could (laughs) but i could because i've got my uniform on and i'm on official business
2: (laughs) that's how the porno starts you have a badge no no
1: no badge unfortunately oh you don't have a badge
2: man you gotta get a badge
1: that would be awesome (laughs) just a fake one
2: one. yeah for sure well that's really cool and before we go do you have any thoughts on the movie the postman itself have you seen it
1: uh, I I saw it uh, when it first came out, so it's probably been at least fifteen years since I saw it. What was it, ninety-seven?
2: Yep, ninety-seven.
0: Say it's why you became a poster. <laughs> no,
1: I yeah. it's so bad. It's so... no, it's not. Uh, I don't remember it being it being very good. I do remember it being long. <laughs> yes. And uh, was it Tom Petty that was in it? Yeah, he was for a little bit. Uh, it has yes. no no I impact
0: see, I... on the plot, like zero impact.
1: No. All I remember is that he stole a uniform from a car because it was an apocalyptic wasteland, and he decided to go deliver the mail or something. Is <laughs> exactly. that pretty much it?
0: Yeah, you nailed it. <laughs> yeah, that that was actually the the, the script meeting they had. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. Oh, that's awesome! <laughs> wow. <laughs> Well,
2: thank you so much for sharing a little glimpse of your life as a, a Canadian letter carrier. And it's pretty awesome that you do what you do. And I hope you stick with it for those 18 years and get an awesome pension and live happily ever after.
1: Well, that's the plan. I appreciate that.
2: <laughs> and we'll have you on again sometime soon to talk about something else like Star Trek related, I'm sure. Because uh, we've still got a few films left to review for that. So
1: I would love to come back anytime at all for anything.
2: Oh, we appreciate that. Well, cool. And so now it's Here's the Time. Well we're gonna plug everything that Sean has. What where can people find you?
1: Oh, I'm on Twitter, uh at Darth Vaderloo. That's Darth Vader with L O O on the end. Uh, what are what else am I? I'm also at Soulforge Pod, I'm also at at the Rusted Robot. <laughs> <laughs> um I'm on Facebook, uh you can find me on Instagram at Darth Vaderloo. Um listen to my podcasts, Soulforge Podcast and the Rusted Robot. Uh I think that's it.
2: That's all. That's a lot.
1: <laughs> that is a lot, and you can also go to the pages on Facebook for Soulforge Podcast and for the Rusted Robot Podcast.
0: And you can wave to him when he's delivering your mail.
1: That's right. Yeah, exactly. That's right.
2: Give him a give him a nice cold Pepsi.
1: <laughs> yes, and and a, and a rum. In a rum, yes. That'd be great. For a second, there, I <laughs> thought you said a
2: rub, and I was like, "Whoa, that's getting a little personal."
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't deliver to those areas of town. <laughs> Very nice. I'm looking forward to your episode, guys. (laughs) Thanks a lot. Thank you. Thanks for listening
0: to A Play on Nerds. Find all of this content and even more nerdy news, reviews, and fun at www.aplayonnerds.com.
2: Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter so you know the exact second we release new podcasts, articles, and other nerdy content. We know you're impatient. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Podbean, Buzzsprout, Podomatic, and whatever the hell else you use. Also, please leave us a rating and review on your chosen podcast platform so we can be discovered by even more nerds like yourself. However, you do it, check us out. And how?
1: Do you like movies? Do you like TV? Do you like discussing the temporal effects of non-linear time travel and its implication on the plot of the movie Looper? Uh, okay. Do you enjoy the latest in pop culture news? Do you enjoy superheroes? Do you enjoy discussing the relative merits of superpowers and their effects on human physiology? Anyways, if you enjoy these things, even a small amount, you'll love the Rusted Robot Podcast. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, YouTube, and make sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Subscribe, so you never miss an episode. TheRustedRobot.Podbean.com
2: Welcome to the Soul Forge. A place of silent mystery, quiet contemplation, and outright mayhem. Join your host, Sean Vanderloo, as he guides you through the adventures of living. Together, we'll talk about life and love, sex and dating, joy and heartache memories and loss and so much more don't worry it's not nearly as pretentious as it sounds get ready for life the universe and everything on the
1: soul forge soulforgepodcast.com